Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies and the host of the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And this is a three-part series on the five things you should be doing in your business to move the needle forward. This is uh, the second part of that installment. And today I'm going to talk all about networking and paid advertising and why they are sort of one in the same. So when I first started out in business, um, I used to go to every networking event ever. And there was some point when I realized that um, it was a lot of time and effort to go to networking events and I might get one or two clients. Now, at the time, I was actually doing websites. So before Tech Pixies existed, I ran a company called Made with Joy. And Made with Joy was a company that used to build websites. And we could only handle, let's say, two or three website builds at a time um, because of the way that we built the business, the built the built the business and delivered the websites. So really, all I needed to do if I needed new clients was do one or two or three networking events, and then I would collect enough people that I would have follow up conversations with, put a proposal to, and then I'd be busy for a good month or two, and then I'd go back out and do that. And that's a very common pattern for people who are freelancers. It's a very common pattern for people who do project-based work that they will they will go out and network to get those projects. Once the projects are up and running, they sort of retreat from networking, do the projects, and then they run out of money and they got to go back out and do the networking to get the new projects. Or their reputation precedes them and they 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 get they get um, recommended to people and then they they're doing proposals off the back of that and they don't even do networking or social media because everyone's recommending them to everybody and they don't even have time to breathe, <laughs> which also happened just as well. There was a point when I was building the website business that I was like, if I do social media, I'm going to get more inquiries and I can't handle more inquiries. And I didn't have the knowledge that I have now about building business to or running business to change things and make it better. So I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was just overwhelmed. And I thought, well, I'm just not even going to do social media because we've got so much business. I'm just going to deal with the business. But there was a part of me that fell, fell out of love with building websites. And I had a business partner and he was the main person that was doing the websites and we weren't charging enough for what we were doing. And it just got to a place where it was like, it wasn't fun anymore. And we weren't enjoying it as much as we were when we first started. And um, and we knew that if we wanted to professionalize and make the bigger websites, we would have to sort of step up our game. And that's not something we wanted to do. Um, I wanted to step up my game, but not in something that I wasn't excited about. So we decided that we would focus on Tech Pixies instead and try and build uh, an online training company that served women uh, all over the UK, which we successfully did. Um, but he left after uh, a while. He he built the website and then he moved on and did other really cool things. But that was the point when I sort of had, was on my own with TechPixies. And what we started to do with TechPixies that was different than what I was doing with the website business was I, I wasn't doing networking in the same way. Um, the product we were selling wasn't as conducive to networking, you know, so like I go to networking, people say, what do you do? We do social media training, um, you know, come to an information session and we'll tell you all about it. And then you can join. It just, it didn't translate very well with networking. And um, so, uh, however, doing something like building a website or doing social media for someone where you're doing a service for someone that worked really well with networking. If you sell a product, going to a fair or a fate or, you know, um, selling at a stall, or having a pop-up shop, that's a, that's the equivalent of, you know, going and networking in that sense. So I'm not, I'm not against networking at all. And I think it's very powerful. In fact, what I said to people in my mastermind was 
if you're not doing paid advertising, you need to be doing networking. Basically, I said to them, are you creating a piece of social media content every week? Are you emailing your list every single week? That's what I talked about in the last episode. And then the third thing I said is, are you networking? Now, the alternative to networking is paid advertising. Because here's what happens when you network, or at least for me, this is what was happening, especially when I wasn't a speaker. So I want you to, there's a big difference between networking and being the person on stage and networking and being the person in the audience, huge difference. And if you want to get out of being in the audience and you want to get onto the stage, you are going to need to write a book. You're going to need to have a podcast. You're going to have to do something that is significant enough to get you on stage, right? That's the thing. The people that are looking to fill the stages are looking to fill the stages with people who already have audiences. Why? Because they want them to bring their audiences along with them to the event. That's the whole point of having someone who's got clout at an event is that they bring the clout with them, right? Does that make sense? So here's the deal. Networking is brilliant when you're on the stage and you're telling the story. Um, I have gone into, and, and I love that kind of networking because you get to talk to everybody at one time. Uh, in fact, um, I've been to a couple events where I know for a fact we got customers off the back of it because I was a speaker at the event. Um, and I know this because people have told me that, right? So that's that's the key here is that when you think about networking, there's nothing wrong with going to events. You want to get to a place where you're then speaking at the events because you're going to have a much wider impact that way. So here's the deal. I got to a place where I, if I was going to an event and I wasn't a speaker, I might speak to three or four or five people. And that might be it. Um, because I, you know, I have in-depth conversations with people and, you know, I really get to know people. I'm, I love interviewing people. So if you listen to podcasts, you know that most of my podcasts are me interviewing people. So I, I tend to go really deep with people and I get to know people really on a deep level, which is brilliant, but not great for building your business necessarily. So um, one of the things that we um, shifted to doing was paid advertising. Uh, and here's what is great about paid advertising. I get to create my own stage where I am the speaker at my own party. <laughs> and so I could do uh, and I could do ads to an event that I was hosting. So for example, our social media festival, which we did in 2022, which raised um, nearly 4,000, I think 700 pounds for our scholarship fund. The social media festival had 400 people at it. How cool is that? That was, and, and I was one of the speakers. I had several other speakers, um, which was great um, because it wasn't just me. It was like a little social media summit. But the point is, is that um, that event, and we didn't even use paid advertising for that. We used our mailing list. But the point is, is that you have an event which people are coming to and you're the primary speaker. So uh, the difference is that people aren't paying to come to the event. You're paying the social media network to bring people to that event, right? So um, I've run 25 events in the last year. So on average, two per month. And obviously there's some months I do four because I don't do them in certain months, et cetera. But basically, I don't. There's never a four-week period that goes by where I don't run at least two events, right? And these are my events. They're online, and I use paid advertising to bring people to those events. And I haven't met a single person who uh, came to that event that I paid for um, to be there. So I'm paying for them to sit there to listen to me. That that has um, walked away saying, "Oh, that was awful," and I wish I, you know, I wish I didn't go. 
I get the opposite reaction. I get people who come to the event. They're so grateful that I found them using paid advertising and then they join our programs and then their life changes. So, um, and, and, and very often I'll do interviews with people and they'll say, I, it was an advertisement that brought me in and, uh, and I'm so grateful you found me. That is literally what some people say to me. And I am so grateful I found them too, because I've met, met the most amazing women by using social media and by more importantly, using paid advertising. So the other thing that paid advertising does for you is it sort of reduces the amount of organic social media content you need to create. So I'm a big fan of posting once a week. I talked about that last week. Um, I know people who do advertising. They don't do any organic um, social media at all, which I think is actually a mistake. I think it's a combination of creating organic content that connects with your audience and paid content that converts them onto your mailing list. That's what I believe in. Um, and I think those two go really, really, really well together. Um, because as you're converting people on your mailing list with paid advertising, you are also um, growing your social media following at the same time. But then when they're on your social media feeds, if you're not creating organic content, they won't see it. So it's really important to have that combination of the two things. But basically, I just got to a place where networking was was too challenging for me to do to build a national business. Speaking of which, a national business, if I want to work with people in Scotland, and I love Scotland, it's an eight-hour drive to Scotland for me. Um, if I want to work with people in London, it's a three-hour drive to London or train ride, you know, it's an hour and a half train ride or a three hour bus ride, you know, so it's a plane ride to Scotland, right? It's a plane ride to Northern Ireland. You can't get to Northern Ireland unless you want to swim or take a ferry, you know, by, by plane. plane is your next best option. So I wanted to build a national business. So that's really important for, for what you're also thinking about. What am I trying to build? Am I trying to build a local business or am I trying to build a national business? Here's why I wanted to build a national business. There's only so many people in Oxford that need tech pixies, right? We like there is a limit to the number of people in Oxford and most of them are students, right? So there was a part of me that knew that if I just did social media training in Oxford, we would tap out. And I wanted to expand and have the whole country as the possibility for me. Now, long term, I want this to be a global company. We're, we're still focused on making the UK market work for us, and then we can expand beyond the UK market. But there you go. If I want to have clients in Switzerland, I got to go to Switzerland, right? If I want to have clients in America, I got to go to America. Not so if you're doing paid advertising. So that's where I think networking is really powerful. And yes, there's online networking and you can connect with people online. But again, you're talking about these one-on-one -on -one interactions, and it's a great way to build a one-on-one -on -one business. And there's nothing wrong with building one-on-one -on -one business, nothing whatsoever. However, there that it's it's very labor intensive and it will take a long time to get to six figures or beyond. And I also knew something else about myself. I I was I wanted to build a much bigger business. So up until you know um, 2017, 18, 19, I was building a business that was between 50 and 100,000 a year. That was sort of where I was sitting with my business. But I wanted to build a business that generated a million a year, right? And I wanted a profit margin and I wanted to take that money and invest it back into the community. And there's all sorts of things that I wanted to do. So I had a big vision for my business. I wasn't trying to build a business that turned over 50 to 100,000 and took care of me. I wanted to build a business that changed women's lives, that covered the whole landscape of the United Kingdom, and then globally. And I wanted to build a business financially that created um, a life-changing environment for me and my family. Now, I'm still on that path. I'm I'm still 
fighting for that path every day with all of my being. I believe in that path and I believe that I can help women discover that path for themselves because I'm still on that discovery journey myself, but I'm way further down that road than I was eight years ago. So, so what I want to say to you is the third thing you should be doing in your business, you should be doing networking if you're not doing paid advertising and you should be thinking about paid advertising if the networking stuff is taking way too much time and you want to build a bigger business than your backyard. That's what I want to say. But the key is that you are connecting with people on a regular basis. So whether it's an event that you're going to or it's an event you're running, um, one of the things I have on a spreadsheet that my mastermind students have is, did I do a networking event this week? If so, how many? That's one of the questions I ask them. And if they're um, if they're early on in their business, they're going to be doing a lot of networking. If they're getting a bit courageous in their business and they've got their lead magnets going and they're starting to build up their mailing list, they're going to be moving on to paid advertising. And it's not to say that networking is not courageous. Trust me, networking is very courageous. So I remember when I was first starting out and I worked with adults who had um, learning difficulties and um, suffered with mental illness. And I would, uh, one of the things that we would do to help them to get up their confidence was we would take them to networking events. And I remember going to events and I remember that, that they would physically be shaking. They would be so nervous about being at a networking event. And you might feel that way too. But here's what I learned by taking people to networking events and teaching them how to introduce themselves and how to connect with people that their confidence got better and better. And these um, amazing individuals who struggled to even walk into a networking room then became great networkers. They became really comfortable and familiar with going into a networking space, connecting with people, having a conversation with them because the first is the worst. The first time you go to a networking event, it's awful. But as you do it over and over and over again, you get better and better and better at it. So, um, you know, one of the things I teach people is that first sentence you say. So when you meet someone, you don't have a lot of time to get to know them. So you say, my name is Joy. I help women upskill with social media in order to return to work. My name is so-and-so. I help X to do Y, so that Z, right? That's the key here is that you have a very quick way to introduce yourself. So at Tech Pixies, we practice that. On Friday mornings, when we have our Friday morning coffees, I then say to people, okay, when you go into breakout rooms, do your sentence, do your elevator pitch. So my name is, I help X to do Y, so that Z. If you can, if you can come up with that sentence, you can network, all right? Then when the networking is taking too much time and you're, you want to build your business faster and you want to reach more people, then you need to be thinking about running your own events. And trust me when I say online events are way cheaper than in-person events. In-person events might be wonderful and fantastic and great to do, but I have found since the pandemic, they're still hard to fill. So, and they cost more because you've got to pay for the food and the venue and potentially the speakers and you've got to, you know, get there. You've got to set up. They take a lot more time. So you can run an online event where you do a workshop or you do um, a masterclass. Uh, in fact, we've got a masterclass coming up, the Business Beyond Social Masterclass, where I'm going to take people beyond social media and I'm going to talk about business. I'm going to give them some tips and strategies to take their business beyond social, right? That's, we've got a masterclass doing that. That's an event that I'm running that you can come to. So, and all the information will be somewhere around this video, probably in the show notes of our podcast on our website. But the key here is to know that if you are not doing networking and you are not doing 
paid advertising and you are not doing social media and you're not doing list building, you will not move that business forward, especially if it's a brand new business that has no reputation and, does, and no one knows anything about you. So listen to me when I tell you, stage one, build a social media following, convert that social media following to an email list. If you missed that, go back and listen to episode one of this pod of this podcast series. Stage two is you need to be doing networking. And if you're beyond networking, you need to be thinking about paid advertising. Very important, building your own stages, speaking, getting those skills, running masterclasses, running workshops, running boot camps. You need to be moving in that direction. Uh, and then the next two things that you need to do is you need to get really good at making an offer. Uh, and you need to measure what's working and what's not working when you're making those offers. Now, I told you earlier on in the podcast, maybe last episode, maybe this episode, I can't remember. I've launched 25 times in the last 12 months. There's reasons for that. And I'm going to go into that in the next podcast. But I can tell you right now that if you don't make an offer, you will not make sales. If you don't make an offer, you won't make sales. People are waiting for you to make an offer to them. They're not going to come to you and say, I want to spend money with you. They're waiting for you to say, I have an offer you are just going to love and it's going to change your life. And I know it because I've, I've seen it change other people's lives and you need to, you need to sign up and this is how you do it. Step one, step two, step three, boom, you're in, let's work together. Let's change your life. So very important that we get into that on the next and final episode of the podcast, the um, making an offer and then measuring your core KPIs for your business. So I hope you'll join me for that episode. I hope you have some reflection on this episode about whether or not you're going to do networking or paid advertising or a combination of both. And I hope you have a real different understanding of networking from the audience perspective versus the speaker perspective. And uh, hopefully you've lit a little fire as to becoming the speaker rather than just the audience member uh, so that you can reach more people and change more lives with the amazing product or service that you offer. So tune in to the next episode. Uh, and in the meantime, I would love it if you would sign up to our Business Beyond Social Masterclass. Uh, I'm super excited to be giving you even more tips than I'm giving you today on the podcast and helping you to move forward. And of course, a bonus for joining that masterclass is that you will get my uh, actual um, spreadsheet where I measure all of the key performance indicators in my business, my KPIs. And that's, you're, you're going to get a spreadsheet that you can fill out uh, so that you can see your business needle moving forward every single week. You cannot improve what you don't measure. So I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. Bye for now.